What is it, not lassie? <laughs> Listeners can become a patron on Podbean <laughs> and gain access to exclusive content for as little as $5 a month. What do they get? <laughs> Outtakes? <laughs> lost episodes? <laughs> bloopers? <laughs> and swag. Yes, their contribution will help keep that taxi podcast going. And Timmy fell down the well again? Well, okay, let's go get him. Yeah, you're right. Fuck that little kid. He's got to learn sometime. (laughs) In today's episode of That Taxi Podcast... It would be like when I was on weed. When I was all hopped up on the... When I was on the devil's lettuce. When I was all potted up on weed. Have you ever been down to the Seattle's famous hamburger place, Dick's? Dick's, yeah. Somebody paid me $350 to drive all the way to Seattle for a bag of Dick's. It was actually somebody going near there, and since I passed it on the way back, I, I bought a bunch oh. of bought a bunch. You bought a bunch of dicks? I bought a bag of dicks and brought it to my girlfriend. She must have really loved you. She did. It was a little cold. <laughs> Probably limp by shrink. then. Do they shrink when they get cold? They get soggy. <laughs> <laughs> We were having a good time talking, and she was adorable. She was cute. And she goes, you're funny. I like you. Can I call you my nigger? Wow. What? And I said, can I call you a bitch? She goes, that's mean. I thought if I say it, you know, like we're friends. Or out of affection. Yeah. I'm calling you bitch out of affection. Right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Shut and- up, bitch. Welcome to That Taxi Podcast. I'm Thomas. And I'm Taxi David, author of Too Much to Handle, a series of hilarious cartoons of all the crazy things that happen in and around my taxi. Thanks for jumping into our cab for a ride along. Yeah, we've been driving taxi for years and we love to talk about work. You mean bitch about work. Yeah, okay, that's true. Everybody does bitch about work. We know you'll find this entertaining. Sure will, because we have a unique point of view as nighttime taxi drivers. That Taxi Podcast drops every Wednesday on Spotify and wherever else you get this podcast. Uh, Thomas, I think you mean to say wherever you get your podcast. No, Einstein. I mean wherever they get this podcast. I don't care where they get their other podcasts. (laughs) Okay, okay, yes. Uh, Okay, well, let's go. Off we go. When my son was little, um, he had Batman shoes from, you know, the 90s version of Batman. And we would do Batman shoes. Am I in my cabin dreaming? Or are you really scheming? To take my ship away from me. He, he, he. <laughs> <laughs> you got me a little worried with that one. Yeah. But, uh, name it. I have no name idea. Name that tune. I can name that tune in 400 notes. Is, is, <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> I'm, I'm Your Captain by Grand Funk Railroad. Oh, They had name. a big hit with a remake of Locomotion. Yeah. But they couldn't... You, probably go by that name now because the initials will be gfu people would say go fuck yourself <laughs> grand funk railroad railroad mm-hmm. yeah that's an oldie but a goodie i it heard it at cheaper hut today oh yeah they, they were, were having some classics. classics yeah i heard that that was pretty cool 
second. We need light. Light. It's it is, dark now. It's seven o'clock. And I want to rock. I want to get my belly full of beer. Elton John. Okay. Saturday night's all right for fighting. <laughs> that lame Kid Rock version. Kid Rock's a fraud, but let's not talk about that right now. I'm so glad we pre-planned these fucking episodes. <laughs> we followed the script exact. I know. Imagine if we had nothing, though. It would be like when I was on weed. When I was all hopped up on the... When I was on the devil's lettuce. When I was all potted up on weed. <laughs> That was a news reporter, remember? That? <laughs> that, was, that made it all around. That's pretty funny. You on the marijuana, David. <laughs> Are you on the where on the marijuana? <laughs> How was your week, David? Well, um, I didn't make as much as I wanted. But something else has been bothering me. I literally, literally, not figuratively, I do wake up with a sick to my stomach at the thought of something that happened uh, in the last uh, weeks. Really? Yeah. Um, and Are I have Arby's to... Arby's is coming back? <laughs> no. I My mechanic had gotten a speeding ticket. And Aww. I know how to get out of speeding tickets. I have gotten out of four for myself, one for my barber, one for a girl I was dating. Here in Washington State, on the back of the ticket, it tells you exactly what you have to do to get out of a speeding ticket. So I've done it. And it works. And I I helped my mechanic piece it all together. And, and I wrote all this, the paperwork that needed to be submitted to the prosecuting attorney's office and everything. And and then we went to court. It's just a formality. You have to go to court and say, mm -hmm. the prosecuting attorney never got a hold of me. Right. Um, please. He had 72 hours or something to give me evidence or something. Right? Yeah, yeah. He has he has seven days okay. to, to get the well, discovery. Whatever the time limit is. Yeah. And he, he never does it, right? <clears throat> that's how I got out of, out of these. And uh, the judge who was super, super fair, like super fair, people were coming in there with no argument really. And he would find an excuse to get them right. off their ticket or the minimum. Or... Yeah. Yeah. And he would find every little detail that the cops did wrong oh, nice. to dismiss it. So he was actually trying, oh, he to... was doing it like right. on purpose. Well, he didn't, you know, uh, he didn't use your name in right. the thing, so it could have been another. Didn't use your full name. Stuff or like that. Yeah. Stuff like that. Technicalities. And technicalities. Um, and let me guess what's going to happen. Yeah, I made a mistake in one of the letters, technically, because the ticket was issued on 7 14 23. And I had written August 14 23. And he said, um, I don't know what incident. This date might be for, but the one the ticket's for is this, and I can't dismiss it. I felt like shit. <laughs> because so you, it was a shoe-in. I mean, it was we it would have been fine. Think the judge would have found a reason to get rid of it if you hadn't No, he would have dismissed it automatically. Right. Yeah. So, not not he wouldn't have had to look for a reason because the prosecuting attorney has to well, reply. That's not what I'm saying. Do you think if you had done nothing, he and since this judge was so fair with everybody else, and he would have just given your mechanic a break and said, well, the cop didn't do blah, blah. So. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. But, but he didn't bring that up. Right. But yeah. since you did this formal thing, formal letter, he's like, well, okay, if you're going to be a stickler for this, I can. Well, no, he was just a stickler in general. And, and, and good. That's why even when we left, um, my mechanic guy, Ken, his name is Ken. Oh, you're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm oh. saying, do you think it's because you sent this technical no. letter in? 
that he didn't try to find fault with whatever the cop did. No. I think that if he had shown expression, he would have been like, oh, I, I've been getting everybody off on technicalities and I can't, I have to do it this way too because you guys screwed up. Mm -hmm. I have to lean on that one. And he can't find another excuse because we fucked up on this one. Right, but there could be like something football, else there's a penalty on one side and a penalty on the oh, other. Oh, they cancel they each other. Yeah. yeah, no, he didn't. I, I don't think he would have gone in that way because he had to be as fair as he could. Uh -huh. And uh, the technicality was there. You can't argue against it. And I just felt like shit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pay for his ticket. But his issue is not the ticket. Right. His issue is his insurance went okay. up or is going to go mm -hmm. up by a considerable amount. And, um, and it's because of all his past tickets. It's also because of all the cars that he drives, all the vehicles that he has, that kind of thing. So uh, I felt like shit. And how long does that go up for like I don't know. several I've years? I don't know what the cutoff is. I've never had mine go up. So no. You never had a speeding ticket? I've had speeding tickets, but never to the point where they raised my insurance over it. Oh, that's interesting. They don't raise it just for a one speeding ticket. I have no speeding tickets on my record until I was in Canada. Excuse me, Canada. I was in Issaquah. And I had a speeding ticket from a, like a cop had a, just a digital picture mm -hmm. image. And it got sent to my address here. And I never got that oh. until it was passed. Right. So you didn't pay it. So it was FTA. Yeah. So that ticket went on my insurance right. and my insurance yeah. went up. That's one ticket. For an FTA though. If you'd have paid it right off, it wouldn't have gone on your insurance. So uh, the failure to appear mm -hmm. is why it went up? Mm -hmm. I feel like those are two different things. Can you, a ticket goes up for a failure to appear, not just a speeding ticket? Right. Because I've had speeding tickets and my insurance stays the same. Oh, okay. Fuck. That sucks. Anyway, how was your week? I was going to say something about uh, tickets and then you threw me off. So. Oh. That was your car? No, that was my, my tummy. Somebody goes all the way up in my intestine. Went. Anyway, uh, I was at Chiba Hut and I got a extra side of horseradish sauce. Mm -hmm. And on the menu, it has like the different sauces with numbers next to them. And horseradish said two hundred and fifty, right? And I thought, oh, that's two dollars and fifty cents. Oh, must be really good horseradish sauce, right? <laughs> so I plop three dollars down on the table and I say, I need a side of horseradish. You really thought it was three bucks. Yeah. Two fifty yeah. or two bucks. Yeah. yeah, I didn't care. I wanted more horseradish. Oh, okay. And he goes, uh, "I think that's the calories. It's <laughs> twenty five cents." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes more sense." Sure. Well, the Chiba Hut they do cater to us stoners anyway, right? <laughs> so I ended up giving them three dollars anyway. The rest was a tip. Oh, because I, I was embarrassed, and I just wanted to get away from there. Yeah, the menu at Chiba Hut is uh, all weed. Related. Related. But there's a lot of details that maybe don't have them there because you could confuse somebody who's stoned. Yeah. Dude, like, what's the difference between this and that, man? <laughs> have you been to Gandolfo's? No. Gandolfo's uh, is over by Walmart, and they have, by the Walmart, and they have, their entire menu is based on uh, New York City. Okay. And is there a New York sub place, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like a New York sub place, not a subway. 
but all the different sandwiches are like the Triborough Bridge sandwich. And yeah, mm. I always want, I, I hated going to restaurants where they had on the menu, like in um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, I'll have the uh, Pinky Winky Tinky Burger. You know, they make you say dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. Anyway. I always just say hamburger and then make them say it. You mean the mama burger? Sure. <laughs> What's on that? Yeah. You have a bigger one? Yeah, the Papa Burger. Okay, what's on that? Yeah. Okay, I'll take that one. I'll take that. Yeah. I have to say it at all. You have to say it if you want it. Have you ever been down to the Seattle's famous hamburger place? Dick's? Dick's, yeah. You ever you ever drive a bag of Dick's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'd like to hit you with a bag of Dick's. Hey, you're going to make a mess. I, uh, I did a cartoon about that. I went, I oh. drove... Somebody paid me three hundred and fifty dollars to drive all the way to Seattle for a bag of dicks. I mean, oh, <laughs> <laughs> did they give you any dick? <laughs> no, it was actually somebody going near there, and since I passed it on the way back, I, said, I bought a bunch oh, of bought a bunch. You bought a bunch of dicks. I bought a bag of dicks and brought it to my girlfriend. <laughs> 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 She must have really loved you. She did. She was so happy. There were dicks all over the place. <laughs> there was a little cold. <laughs> Probably limp by shrink. then. <laughs> Do they shrink when they get cold? They get soggy. <laughs> so. How do we get on this tangent? Uh, we're talking about Shiba Hut shit. Okay. All right. Look at this. What the fuck? <laughs> It's still going. It's like the magic eight ball. Yeah. Uh, I got this from one of my regulars. Uh, her name's, she goes by Chicken. Her name's Gina, but she goes by Chicken. But she gave us this wheel for our Halloween episode, which we'll be recording next week. Um, and it's called the Wheel of Fate. So we're going to, it lands on different things, but it doesn't have a number. So we're going to have to put the numbers on here. Or just kind of correlate whatever it says. To or or maybe, yeah. Can. I don't, we haven't really talked about that. So right. yeah, we're, we're going to wing it on uh, Halloween. Maybe yeah. we won't do, we'll use this wheel. Okay, on Halloween. On Halloween, yeah. Well, let's do so one more. Do here. one more. And this is... I thought you actually spun it with your finger. Yeah, you push this button. What happens if you spin it with your finger? It doesn't, because it's on a gear. Your future is murky. Your future is murky. That's we very ominous. We should do an eight ball episode. Okay. Not do coke. I meant. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I meant get a magic eight ball and do an episode. I set up for a teener. <laughs> I'm not hip. Okay. That's like a half eight ball. Okay. Uh, what's another fun one? Uh, we already did AI, right? So Yeah, so let's try it. Yeah. All right. Let's get started. Let's try, so we're going to try the wheel for Halloween, that new wheel. Yeah. And then we'll do an eight ball of Coke for the next one. <laughs> no. Okay. Let's get started. Welcome to the Dispatcher. We've hijacked the spinning wheel from the classic board game, The Game of Life. And each number on that wheel is assigned a different topic for us to discuss. And just like our conversations in the taxi, we never know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's what makes what we do so real. So let's see where the dispatcher sends us now. The dispatcher. 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 Did we both get high? No, I didn't okay. get high at all. Uh, like ready? We were both high. 
Ooh, good for you. Mm-hmm. Seven. Seven. Oh shit. Oh shit moment. Oh shit moment. I got one. Yep. This is gonna be rough, boys and girls. <laughs> That's what your mom says. <laughs> <laughs> this one's gonna be a little rough. This is really interesting. Um there's this guy that uh I go I used to go play cards at this bar down down the street here. Uh-huh. And um he has Tourette's. Oh. Yeah. And it's really unfortunate. Now there's different kinds of Tourette's. Well, this the ones were all there's some verbal. Ticks. Yeah, some are yeah. physical ticks. This is his he some has are both. a verbal tick. Okay. Yeah, it's right? still a tick. Yeah. Right. He has a verbal tick. And the word is nigger. Ooh. Yeah. And I know I dropped the hard R, but in order to understand, I know I could say the N word and I'm so- softening yeah. the experience, but I need to drop that hard R because when he saw me in the bar, he would say it, nigger, nigger, nigger. Ooh, okay. So you triggered him? Yes. Okay. And it happened one other time when I saw him at a Walgreens, he was in line and his wife literally had to turn him away from me. So he wouldn't do it. In the bar, though, the uh, Gordy, the bar owner, was so embarrassed. He took me aside. He said, so years ago, there was a bar fight that he was in, and all these black guys beat him up. And when he came out of his coma and all this stuff, he had this tick. He had a coma? Yeah. He was beaten within an inch of his life. Wow. Yeah. And that was his tick. And it's got to be the most unfortunate word that you have no control over yeah. when you're triggered. Yeah. And that was fucking fascinating. I was not offended at all. And I could tell when he was saying that he wasn't, he mean- wasn't meaning to, did he look like he was aghast or mm. embarrassed about saying it? No. And I wish that I could go back and really see that because maybe I would have seen, oh, maybe that. you would have seen that. Yeah. yeah. I would imagine he would have horror like, Oh fuck, this yeah. is coming out of my mouth. Yeah. Now. Um, but I saw his wife have the horror when she saw mm. me to turn him away from me. I'm did you sure tell her you knew who he was? No, no, oh. no. I was just standing in line right behind him. But you did know him by that point? This yes. Is, okay. Yeah, I had seen him before. I mean, I would probably may have said something like, it's okay, I've met him before. Yeah, or maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe just to ease her pain or her shock. Or embarrassment, because yeah. I imagine it's just horribly embarrassing mm-hmm. to, yeah. to have that happen. Oh. Yeah. And I, I thought... I, sh- I thought in telling this story that I wouldn't say the hard R. Well, I mean. Do you, does it make sense why I wanted to? Sure. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm not. I'm going to tell a similar story, but I'm not going to use that word. Yeah, okay. But they did use the hard R. Yeah, okay. I had a group of younger kids. I'd say maybe they were 17, 18, 19 years old. Punk-ass kids. Yeah, three of them. Yeah. Skinny skateboarder type. Uh, all white. Get in the cab and start to drive to where they wanted to go and they started talking amongst themselves and every out of the every other word out of their mouth was that word yeah and it was the hard r it wasn't you know like the hey uh, what's how's my you know how yeah, what's up nigga? Yeah. yeah and slap me five brother yeah. you know whatever it was the hard r and they were i don't know who they were trying to impress they weren't impressing me at all in fact they were pissing me off they were impressed trying to impress each other they were just right yeah but they were also trying to, you know, hey, we're talking like this in front of a cab driver, you know. Oh, so I see. To validate it, I don't know. But it was so, it pissed me off so much. It was about three blocks into the ride that I pulled over and I said, you guys need to get out of my cab. 
Oh. And they said, why? You're not black. Oh, yeah. And I said, if you have, to, oh, if Jesus. you had to say that to me, then you will never understand. Yeah. So just get out. Yeah. And uh, they were pretty shocked that I kicked them out of the cab. Because you're white, you should be. You're in the I should club. Be okay you should be okay it. with yeah, it. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, that did piss me off. And well, hopefully that took a. Um, um, hopefully it did embarrass. Them. I doubt it. And it, it could be a piece to a large puzzle. Right. You know what I mean? It could have been one thing, and maybe there's going to be several more down the line. Maybe in 15 years they'll say to each other, "Remember that remember cab that driver yeah. was right, man." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe they'll say something to their son or somebody yeah. else because of all that. Right. You know, because they didn't realize they were being such dicks right. at that time. I had friends when I was in college that would, I had a girl at a party. It was like a bonfire party. Cause that's what we did in the Midwest. When we were in college, mm -hmm. bonfire parties and drinking and everything. When the wheat fields were all cut down and yeah, yeah. all the cows were home. It was a, a cornfield. <laughs> corn and uh, she was, we were having a good time talking and she was adorable. She was cute. And she goes, you're funny. I like you. Can I call you my nigger? And I was like, wow. What? What? <laughs> And I said, can I call you a bitch? She goes, that's mean. I'm like, but do you understand that it's offensive? Yeah. She's like, but I thought if I say it, you know, like we're friends. Or out of affection. Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> I'm calling you bitch out of affection. Right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Shut hey, up, bitch. Hey, hey bitch, bitch. How, how about you doing? sucking this? <laughs> Suck my dick, bitch. <laughs> no, that's bad. <laughs> I, this is college. Yeah. This is adult children. What year was this? This was, and not to say that any year was okay. But yeah, let me to think. Put it in this a was ninety. No, no, this was eighty nine. Okay, so it's before the world got woke, right? Yeah, but still, I yeah, don't you're think right. So. She, yeah, there was a weird fascination with curly hair, and people were getting perms and tans and all this kind of stuff. And I remember black people always said that. Well, people just want to be black. That's what yeah. they're trying to do. Uh, so do you have a? Oh shit moment. An oh shit moment. Let me see. Um, well, I was dropping this medical ride off out on the reservation, the mm -hmm. uh, indigenous people's reservation near town here. Mm -hmm. And uh, as I was pulling out of the driveway, a uh, female, young female, about 22, 23, dressed very nicely in high heels and a dress, comes running over from the house next door. Mm -hmm. It says, hey, hey, can you give me a ride to Bellingham? Oh, nice. Yeah. I was like, sure. Yeah. You know, it's no dead. I, I don't have the dead head back and yeah. I can make some money for old Ron and Deb and the mm -hmm. mellow cab. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, sure, hop in. So we get we get uh, and the res is pretty big. It's pretty long. Can I say res? Is that OK to say yeah. that? OK. Yeah. The res is pretty long. I mean, it's like six miles if you go straight to the point. Yeah. So I get about three miles heading back toward town and uh we had two-way radios in the cabs because it was the big cab company i get this call over the radio and it, he goes hey thomas if you get out to the res and drop off don't pick anybody up over there the cops are looking for a girl Ooh. and of course she's already in the cab and she can hear all this yeah. right and i'm like you should jump out no oh we we kept going i kept it calm i got on the radio and I think it was Pooner. It might have been uh, who's the other guy that Dave. Dave, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> I said, "Well, I picked her up. I'm just going to drop her off downtown, Bellingham." And I gave the address, and he goes, "Okay, gotcha." Right. So she's calm. She's thinking she's getting away with whatever. And the tribal police department 
I see a car coming up behind me with the red and blue lights flashing. Oh. And she can see the reflection in the of uh, headlight. Right. Yeah. She turns around and looks, and she starts to panic. And I say, well, look, just talk to them and whatever, you know, whatever they need. Uh, she goes, oh, just let me out. So I stopped the car and I said, okay, well, that's six, $6, <laughs> right? Yeah, she... she says, okay, well, he, she hands me a 20. Oh. She threw me a 20 and said, oh, I don't have time here. Just take it. And she ran. And she started to run. Well, she's in high heels and she's running down the road in front of the car. The cop sees this behind me, swings all around me. And within, I'd say, 20 yards is in front of her and has her stopped. I mean, her escape wasn't, it was very comical, actually. Yeah, like, but to have her in the car and then have the dispatcher say, hey, don't pick so-and-so up, it was, was too late. I guess I'm too good of a cab driver. I got there too fast or something. Right? That's curious. Yeah. And then. Did uh, you ever find out what it was about? No. no. It was probably some domestic or something. But to have the, you know, the dispatcher say, don't pick. You, you, what you could have said was, there's a guy, you know, if it's pick up a guy, there's a guy out there, someone, he's been shooting cab drivers, you know. Make sure you don't pick him up. <laughs> it's like, bam, you're gone. <laughs> I, uh, you know, what's really amazing is um, <clears throat> I think the perspective is still here today, not so much for Uber and Lyft drivers, because that's a different culture. Um and they're prepaid most of the time. And they're prepaid, yes. Yeah, so you don't got to worry about that. But I'm talking about the culture of cab driver driving. Um, a lot of people feel like cab drivers are, you know, maybe a little sleazy or sure. or, or um, break the rules and things like that. Um, so they yeah, sometimes outside of the norm, right? So if they if they stole or if they robbed a store, they would try to escape in a cab because right. cabs. You've are... heard about bank robbers using a cab. To right, exactly. And they don't wouldn't use an Uber because they would be tracked and their name would be connected with sure. it and all this kind of stuff. There's some anonymity, yeah. I guess, that comes with jumping into yeah. a cab randomly. And you know, I'm going to keep my mouth shut if you throw me a bag of bank cash. I'm going to I'm going to stay quiet because I'm just a cab just driver. Just so you know, yeah. yeah. And so I would, if it were me though, and dispatch said, David, don't pick up anybody from the res, and I had just picked up from where I dropped off. I probably would have said, uh-oh, what's happening? I would have said, oh, yeah. like, I would have ingratiated myself with her uh -huh. to sort of, like, make her feel comfortable. Right. Like you did, you know, when the, when the cop was coming behind, you know, you have no reason to be upset with her. You have right. no, and she gave oh, me a 20. Course, yeah. Fuck, man. I'd, I'll help you out the best I can, yeah. but, you know, I can't. Throw me a 20, I should afford it. <laughs> <laughs> Throw me a 50, and I just keep driving. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, interesting. Well, I did kind of keep her calm when I told the dispatcher that, hey, I'm just going to drop her off downtown. We're going to so-and-so. It's yeah. no big deal. I, that calmed her down then. But then when she saw the red and blue lights, it's, like, it was all, you know, game over. It's nice that she didn't think it had anything to do with you. It's not your fault. Yeah. You know, that's the last thing I would want somebody to think is that I, I was part of that, including the cop. <laughs> you know, but that's interesting. I, I, speaking of the res... Unfortunately, it has a reputation. So statistically, being a driver in this town, when somebody gets in the cab and says, I want to go to the res, we ask for money up front. Yeah. Typically, we ask. For, it depends on the time of day. And it is a long ride. And it's a while. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. maybe. We're Depending get, on where they want to go out there, too. Yeah. We're going to get they 30. they just want to go to the casino, I usually don't. It's a straight shot. Right. I don't either. Yeah. Um, and if you're going to the casino, I'm assuming you're gambling, which right. means you have some money. Which isn't always true. So. That's yeah. true. It is a hangout spot. Mm -hmm. um, 
But if they want to go to a point on the res and it's, you know, midnight on, right? chances are I'm going to ask. Like if they want to go to the ferry dock, it's a definite. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, some of the neighbor, rougher neighborhoods. Well, that's, well, that's what I'm yeah. calling the ferry oh, dock. The dock yeah. Yeah. Well, I had a situation where I picked up a guy and a girl and drove them out to the res. And I was relatively new to driving a taxi. This was the first time that this happened. They got to the location. They said, uh, okay. And they got out and they ran behind a house and never came back. Oh, yeah. They just ran. I had never, I was a cab driver for maybe, you know, two, three weeks. Did you sit there and wait for a few minutes? Yeah. Thinking they were going to go back? Yeah. Open? They might have even said, we'll be right back or something like that. And just, uh, they did leave a coat. Oh, okay. But they both left and ran behind a house. Oh, yeah. They actually ran? They ran. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That would have been. Like that guy right there. That would have been a definitely red flag. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, you're. They're not coming back. <laughs> and I think I've had, oh, maybe five runoffs yeah. in my life oh. as a cab. Because after five, you can sense it coming. Yeah. And, yeah. So, never would happen again yeah. like that. But you do ask for the money up front because there's always that risk. Right. And they can get mad at you. And I understand. True runoffs like that, I've probably had five, but then there's the ones that are scammers and that you get to the destination and they pretend and they hand you a card they know isn't going to work. And then they say, well, uh, I don't have any money in the house, but here's a mantle clock you can have instead. You know, it's like, yeah, you knew this was coming. So I count that as a... Did you say that? Because that's what I got. I had a couple offer me a mantle clock one time. Oh, I mean, I, I had a woman... But and the thing was, this was up in a super high-end, good neighborhood where I dropped them off. So I, you know. Yeah. Hang on. They're after you. What'd you do? The fire truck's after me? <laughs> you just lit a fire. Maybe your mom told them what kind of a hot ass I had. We better go put that out <laughs> before he gets to my mom. <laughs> we had some fires lately. Have we talked about that? No. Yeah, we'll talk about that sometime. No. No, you don't want to talk about uh-huh. that? No. The burn ban is off, David. Okay. All right, let's spin the wheel. Part two. Part two. I thought that was part two. No. God damn it. I thought we talked too much. This is 10. You talk too 10 much. is an easy one. You pot can do whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, the pot puri. I thought we were already talking about what we wanted to talk <laughs> about. It's kind of rambling. Ramble man. Yeah. Rambling man. I'm a gambling. Gambling man. Okay, okay. So, what do you got? Um, well, I was, you know, I go to the gym after I get off work. Mm-hmm. So, I'm at the gym at 6 in the morning. Ugh. From 6 to usually 7 or 7.30. I wish I could do that. You can. I just want to go home and crawl into bed and watch a movie. Yeah. Before I go to bed. But you can force yourself. <sighs> anyway, <clears throat> what do you do? I don't go home bef- after I get off and then go to the gym. I you just to, go straight to the I go gym. straight to the gym because yeah. I have my bag and stuff in my car. And so, anyway, <clears throat> I get out of the gym one morning and it's a little nipply. Remember that episode? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to check out episode thirty-one. It's a little nipply, nippy, uh, nipply outside. And uh, this guy was sitting on one of the benches because the gym I go to is in a little strip mall thing. But he's on one of the benches and he sees me come out and he goes, "Hey, hey, hey!" Hey, man, you got an extra shirt or extra coat I could have? And I thought that was an odd 
thing to ask somebody to come out of the gym, right? Yeah. Well, that's a piece of property that right. you probably use for yourself right there. And I said, uh, no, man, I'd help you out if I could, but I don't have anything with me. He goes, all right, no, no worries. And he went back to the bench. And I, was, I got in my truck and I said, you know what? I only live two miles away. I got some old hoodies. I go grab those, bring uh-huh. them back, and give them to them. Yeah. So I did that. I went and fished out a couple of hoodies from the, you know, uh, bottom drawer of the dresser, and uh, threw them back in the truck and drove back. And by the time I got there, he was gone. So oh, boo. I felt bad for that. Yeah. I kept them in the truck for a while just in case I saw him again. But yeah. Never did. Huh. But I, I wanted to help him out. So. Yeah. And he was a nice enough guy. He wasn't <clears throat> disrespectful or. Hey man, give me your motherfucking coat. You know, nothing yeah. like that. So. <laughs> I had somebody yell at me uh, when I was in front of that restaurant there, parked up one block up. Yeah. Uh, I finished eating my sub sandwich and got out to throw the wrapper in the garbage. And the guy was sitting there, the homeless guy was sitting there with his dog. And he's like, We well, could at least save some for me or my dog at least. He hasn't eaten for a day. I'm like, What an asshole. Yeah. Why would I give you anything? And I should arrange for your dog to be taken away. If you can't feed your yeah. dog. I would have said, just eat your dog, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking hungry. Yeah, you got meat right there. <laughs> Make a sandwich. It's cold, enough, it's cold enough outside. You could probably keep it for a couple of days. <laughs> God. Uh, oh, we can't say that. Cricket. What did I say? No, I mean, we, we shouldn't have said that. There's too many dog lovers in this town. Oh, no. I Oh, oh making joke about that. Yeah. yeah. I had a girl who, she was a, one of the street girls, and a lot of street people will come and say, hey, you got any money? And I mm-hmm. always say that we taught, we had a whole episode about this too, where I would say, uh, yeah, I'm doing what you're, I'm pounding the pavement looking for cash just like you. And they usually say, oh, okay. I'm glad you right. said pavement. <laughs> Not your mom. <laughs> uh, this girl asked for money. I said, I'm working, but hit me up on a day that I'm not working. And I'll, mm-hmm. I definitely would. And then one day on Tuesday night, I came out. I used to come out on every Tuesday night and do karaoke uh, at the bar right there. And she was walking past and she suddenly turned around. And she said, hey, are you are you working? Oh, and I'm like, oh, no, I am not. At and least you're she honest. goes, do you have any money? And I said, yeah, I gave her a $10 bill. Wow. And she's like, yeah, thanks. Because they're like cats once you feed them. They <laughs> well, believe it or not. <laughs> Every Tuesday, she was at this bar right here waiting, waiting for, for me. <laughs> and sure enough, and I gave her 10 bucks every time. She gave her a five and see if she bitched. <laughs> <laughs> but, but good on her. I, the, and I did not mind giving her 10 bucks because this is what I do. I work the street. She hustled. She yeah. did a hustle. And she did the, she followed through. She went to work. Yeah. She showed up at a certain sure. place at a certain time she and got some the money. Effort, yeah. Yes, and for that, you're damn right. I'm gonna give you money for that. So I haven't seen her though for a while. Uh-huh. I remember. I hope everything's okay. Yeah, I remember when I see when I seen street people for years, and then all of a sudden you don't see them anymore. I always get a little. Eh, I wonder if he's okay. I worry about them. Yeah. You know, like cardboard dead when he stopped. Okay. Um, oh yeah, and there was a guy who used. This used to be a bank right over here on the other side of uh, this new cocktail bar. Yeah. yeah. Called the Frontier Bank, right across from the Greasy Spoon. And there yeah. was always this black guy who would sleep there on a stool. And I found out his name was Robert, so I called him Frontier Robert. Okay. Sure. And all of a sudden he stopped. I never saw him again. I knew he was a Navy veteran, and 
Yeah. He was having a hard time. Yeah, people come and go. <clears throat> you just hope that it wasn't something horrible. And then there's some people that come back. <laughs> Geronimo. <laughs> yeah, that guy's, that's an interesting story. Um, all right. My potpourri. I had this recently. It's, it's called potpourri, Patrick. <laughs> you would know Stonehead. <laughs> Stonehead. <laughs> Potted up on the weed. Uh, Kat. Her name was Kat. And she called me. She was hanging out at one of the bars down here. out The outdoor seating. And Which is every bar now. Yeah, when I t- yeah, I know, since COVID. And I drove her home and... Thanks for taking our parking spaces, COVID. <laughs> she didn't have any money. She couldn't find her wallet. Oh. And I was like, well... You believe that she couldn't. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's a wonderful person. Yeah. And there's no concern. And right. even, even no then... No scam coming up. There's out. no scam. Yeah, I've right. driven her so many times that even if sure. she catch did... Catch me it's next like, time, Yeah, right? catch you the next yeah. time I see you. And I know where you live. <laughs> and so, and, and uh, so I went back to the bar when I had a minute and I checked everywhere where she said she had been. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. And I found it under one of the picnic right benches on, outside where, she, yeah. where I last picked her up oh. and uh, brought it to her. And it blew her mind because for some people, and so did the bar owner or the bartender who is, I think she's one of the owners. I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, she was like, that is so cool. You yeah. had somebody come, your cab driver did this. And a lot of people don't know how I operate, that I run errands. I have stood between boyfriends and girlfriends I fighting. Picked up a pack of cigarettes for somebody. Yeah, a pack of cigarettes yeah. when somebody's trying to, sure. get, can't got to smoke after work, you know. And yeah, I do this shit. Huh? I got your back. You do. I have people who call me in the middle of the night because they had a bad dream. Oh, well, I, had one I don't have that. Do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Your mom calls me when she has a wet dream. No, just no. <laughs> Thanks, Cricket. I needed that. <laughs> I need to re- <laughs> <Yeah>. regroup. <laughs> I think most of the cab drivers in town would, too, don't you? No, I don't. I'm not talking about Schmello? Jello Cab. I'm oh, talking I about see. the okay. other guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could see Nicole. Nicole would totally do it. Yeah, and or Tiffany, even. Maybe if she had time, maybe if she knew the person good enough. I if she knew them well enough. Right. Yeah. Sorry Would you do it for strangers? I've done. Me. I've done it for strangers. Oh, I have too. Yeah. Yeah. People, I don't know. Hey, can you pick me up a pack of cigarettes on the way? And sure. Yeah, and they're like, "Holy shit, really?" Yeah. 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 So for some people, um, they want to stop at the store, and I just cannot stop at the store for a bottle of wine, you know, or something. And I say, "But I got, I got another two rides I got to do, but I will pick it up for you and bring it to you." Uh-huh. How's that? And they're like, what? Oh, okay, yeah. And then let me give you some money for that. And I always, to make them feel comfortable, I make them understand, no, I will go and buy the wine. You can just pay for it when I bring it to you. Uh-huh. And they're like, you yeah. don't charge them any kind of delivery? Uh, it's a delivery fee. Yeah. It's usually from the closest store with that product to you. Like if a store right. doesn't have that product, I got to go with the next closest store with yeah. that product. So at one in the morning, I if you want alcohol, I got to go to Wingo. Well, if someone calls me, yeah. Someone calls me and says they want something and whatever store I'm closest to at the time. I get it from that. Right. And I just charge them a flat. Okay. That's pretty cool. What is their flat? Uh, 25. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well then, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's five bucks. Okay. But you're usually in town and I'm ours are yeah. usually county town. That's true. Cause you're, yeah. you're actually stationed north of here. Yes. Yeah. Like the great white north. Thing. So have you ever, do you have a situation where you've like, <laughs> 
Well, this wasn't a regular, but uh, I remember picking up a guy three in the morning to go to the airport, which is typically our going to the airport runs yep. because nobody wants to get up and give their friend a ride at three in the morning, nope. right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Some people just wouldn't ask somebody. Yeah, to do they that. don't want to burden anybody. So I picked this guy up. He's got all this stuff. And he he's telling me he's going to end up uh, in Europe somewhere. And uh, I said, well, it sounds like a good trip. And, you know, Long trip. Yeah, and he was dressed kind of nice and stuff. And he gets out at the airport, and I help him with his luggage, and I drive off and uh, going to pick up my next person. I look in the back, and I see a pair of earbuds in the case. And I'm like, I bet that's that guy's earbuds. Money. Yeah. So You I, can sell them. You could. But I texted him and said, hey, dude, this is – so-and-so cab driver, uh, Thomas from so-and-so cab company, uh, did you leave your earbuds in the cab? And he, of course, there's a pause, and then you see those three little dots start to and wait as he's typing. And, goes, and you're getting anxious. Yeah, dude, I did. And I go, yeah, I found him. He goes, shit, that's going to be a long trip uh, with oh, no sure. earbuds. That's like a 10, 11, yeah. whatever hour. And I said, I'll tell you what, if you're in the boarding area and they haven't boarded the plane yet i'll bring them back to the uh check-in and have them run them back to you he goes oh my god are you kidding me yeah you would do that and i said sure so i uh got to the um airport to the departures and went to the gate the airline he was on and i said hey look this guy i just dropped off lefties in the cab he really wants them his name is blah, blah, blah. And the gate agent, uh, the guy goes, okay, I'll run him to the gate agent. And just to be sure, I got the guy's name, you know. The, okay, your name is Edwin. Okay, yeah. I'll let him know Edwin's going to bring him. Yeah. So I text him and said, okay, Edwin's got your earbuds. He'll be there in two minutes. And the guy's like, five minutes later, I get, fuck, dude, yeah, I got my earbuds. Thanks, dude. I'm always going to yeah. use you guys. Yeah, so, mind blown. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't get it. We can do that. Yeah. Didn't mind at all. Is that, do you suppose that's because of the, where we are in this town, the size of this town, the intimacy, I guess, or would we be this, would you be this way? Would I be this way if we were in like Seattle or New York or I LA? I think if we were in a bigger city like that, we'd probably be busy enough to where we wouldn't have time wouldn't to have come time. back to the airport and run up to the not. gate. And yeah. Yeah. I guess that's why they're so shocked because that's just not yeah, common. It's kind of a small town. Try that in a small town. Oh God! Because <laughs> it works. <laughs> All right. Well, we've been recording for an hour and six I know, minutes. And I don't have a joke <gasps> for this one. I have a joke for Halloween. Oh. Well, that's it, right? That's the show. <laughs> Did I tell you I'm writing a book? No. About a car. It's an autobiography. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Have a good rest of the night. Stay positive, kids. Thanks for coming along with us on That Taxi Podcast. We'll be back next week with a whole new episode, and you can find us on Spotify or wherever you download your podcasts. Wherever you download this podcast. Oh, right. Sorry. 
We want your thoughts, ideas, and feedback on today's episode. So please contact us, and we really do want you to contact us at thattaxipodcast.com at Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram. See you next week. See you next week.